Hello and welcome to the STC Fit Learning Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name's Ben Scott. I'll be joined by Jason Galea. Thanks for joining us on our way to create 1 million positive outcomes for personal training clients by 2030. The podcast is brought to you by at STC Fit Learning, a page created to upskill and educate PTs and gym nerds. Also brought to you by at STC Fit, and that's a place for all your online and in-person personal training needs. If you enjoyed today's episodes, please give us a share and tag on the Instawebs. You can tag at STC Fit, at STC Fit Learning, at Ben Scott SC, and at Jason Galea PC. Hope you enjoy the show. All right, we're back. We're back after a little break. Two weeks off. Why do we even have two weeks off? I think the first one. Rota, mate. Was sick. The rota. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, last week I was away, so yeah, yeah. The week before we just didn't get to it. I don't think. Yeah. No, we have to have some legitimate excuse for the ear people. Can't just say we didn't get to it. <laughs> they might no, hate us. No, I mean, like we had other, just you know, work just got away from us. Yeah. Other important things to take. You know. Yeah. To do. You guys are important. We do love you. Yeah, most definitely. We missed doing the podcast. It was. I'm just going to throw it out. It was, I think it was your fault. To, Last sure, week was. Pretty sure. I, yeah. like, even the week before, I'm pretty sure I really wanted to podcast. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing it under the bus within two minutes. I like it. 100%. How's the two weeks been, Jason? Oh. Well, how, how was the, let's go with like 12 days. And then we'll talk about after that after. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's been a very interesting period. Yeah. So um, I think like probably pre- Free the weekend, like everything was just kind of business as usual. Yeah, trading as usual. So yeah, yeah uh, the last three or four days have been very interesting, though. Mm. I think just with this current, just with the way the health climate is at the moment, Ben. Yeah, yep, really started sure. to uh, show the potential long-term effects of like just you know the gym, our main scope of practice, and kind of how yeah. it's going to affect that, and just other people too. So. Yeah, it was kind of flying under the radar before then. Hey, like I went went away and like um, we went up just up to the Gold Coast and like flying up there and stuff, I wasn't, it was like, eh, like not too stressed. Uh, planned to try and stay away from old people, but it was kind of it. Yeah. But I think once sports and stuff started getting canceled, it was kind of like, oh, okay, it's a thing. Um, yeah. It's good actually have an impact on us. But yeah, I think whenever your state as a state of emergency. Mm. Yeah. You got to pay some attention. Yeah. yeah. It's been, been a couple a, of those for us. Uh, fuck. So a uh, meme during the week, it's probably my favorite one that's come out so far. There's been a lot that have made me laugh. Oh, the but, memes um, are good. The memes yeah. Are good. It's meme my, my favorite is just like, as someone tried um, turning 2020 off for 10 seconds and rebooting it. Yeah. It's been a fucking hell of a year, man. Yeah. It's hasn't been a great start. So yeah. Fires, floods, really, virus, like what three yes three months scary yeah but it means that it can only get better yeah that's right yeah 100 percent. well let's hope it comes in threes threes. right so this is our thread yeah yeah Yeah. we were were just discussing before and we're definitely not going to get political on the podcast at all because it's it's definitely outside of my scope yeah (laughs) it's like i'm actually watching um have you seen the tv show designated survivor before no so you're asking the wrong dude. Yeah, long story short, everyone in the White House gets blown up and this nobody becomes president and heaps of yeah. shit goes on. So I was like, imagine it just made me think like imagine being prime minister right now. Like fuck that job, man. Like whether, yeah. whether you think he's good or bad, like fuck that job. Yeah, it's a big <laughs> responsibility. Yeah. Being, yeah. Yeah. And we only have like twenty, what do we have to do? Twenty six million or something? Yeah. And yeah, like imagine being like in the States with that many people. Fuck that. Yeah. It's a crazy concept, honestly, that like one person has a job to manage that many people. Yeah, all those people. Yeah. yeah. Like they have so many like advisors and all that. Yeah, hire a team one, in that. One person yeah. couldn't make all those decisions. Like they can't know that much about everything. Yeah, that's right. They'd just be like, all right, sell it to me. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I like it. Yeah, I'll give you the grant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, you can play football, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that's the fucking most australian thing ever yeah 
Yeah, fuck like, it. Put the footy on. It'll be right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't even like AFL that much. And like, even I'm looking forward to it. Because like, something to watch that's competitive between two groups of people yeah. chasing the ball around of any kind that yeah. has a score. I'm just like, fuck it, I'm in. Yeah. Like, all, I, all I pray is that... Because uh, Channel 7 is, is renowned for this. It's just like over-dramatizing fucking everything. Yeah. So I'm just Be like, quiet too. please, quiet. please don't just have bullshit, like lead up to the game or whatever. Just talk about football and let's just play football. Cause I just want to be entertained for it's two gonna, and a half hours. It's going to be so weird seeing like a game of competitive football, like with no one in it. Like no I crowd. Watched, um, yeah. Like the, even overseas in the soccer and stuff, they're doing the same thing. And it's just such a weird yeah. thing to get excited about. It's like, yeah, there's, Someone from, um, I think it was Walters from Fremantle. Yeah. They were at training and they were like practicing celebrations. So he kicks a goal from the boundary, turns around to the crowd and like raises his hands up like, yeah. And there's no one there. So he runs to the fence and stands on the fence and claps himself. Yeah. Fucking hilarious. Yeah. It's pretty funny. <clears throat> so hopefully they do some shit like that. It'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's what it's come to. Yeah. Yeah, how's uh, training and stuff for you outside of all of that? Yeah, good. Yeah, I um, got a new program. Just kind of got myself going with that. So um, I'm happy with how things are going at the moment. Just a little bit distracted with my diet and stuff because it's a bit hard to get food, you know, Ben? (laughs) (laughs) And so I'm like kind of in this situation (laughs) at the moment where like food is a sport. Mm. But because the food supply is it's not that it's limited as in it's going to run out. It's like, yeah, just, you just like it. if you eat something, you just can't go back and get it. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck, do I eat as much food as I'm supposed to? Right yeah. Now? Like even, yeah. Like Steph and I looked at each other, like, should we cook, you know, like last night? I'm like, well, yeah, we should, probably should. Yeah. But you kind of just don't want to like exhaust all your food, your resources. Yeah. yeah. Because then you got to like, uh, this supermarket doesn't have it. It's like, oh, when's it coming in? Oh, it's coming in at this time. And yeah, you'll like run around to like, like one of my clients went to five different supermarkets to get food for their, um, their son who's quarantined from travel. Yeah. Of quarantine, five supermarkets. Fuck, like. that's crazy. Yeah. I lucked out, man. I walked into High Point the other day. It's like walked past the butchers. Yep. They've got all the meat I need. Everything that I wanted pretty much. Cereal yeah. was the only thing that was like touch and go. I had yeah. to get a Sultana brand, which I wasn't wrapped with. Yeah, all the good cereals are gone. Yeah, it was like Cocoa Pops or Sultana brand. I was like, ah, all right. It's not, not too bad. You know um, how you said the Protein Plus ones were still there because they're expensive? Yeah, yeah. Like they're gone. They're all gone where I am. Gone now. <laughs> yeah, people are like, all right, let's come to this $7 a box. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if this will, when, when my next box of cereal is going to be. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I definitely, I said, um, talking to my client this morning, actually, he's like, oh, how are you guys? Blah, blah, blah. So yeah, we're good. I'm like, I, I eat so stupidly that like my normal week's food yeah. is hoarding anyway. <laughs> like, the lady at the butcher just kind of looked at me when I ordered the meat. I'm like, no, I'm not hoarding. This is literally a week's food for me. Just chill the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the other awkward thing too is like, the restrictions because I feed my dogs uh, mints, so they eat like two kilos a week. Yeah, and then we eat a kilo as well. Yeah, it's like uh, can I have three kilos? Please? Yeah, yeah. If worst worst comes to worst, maybe I'll uh, crack out the old tucker tub, start frying that up. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, I think what is it? it's like it's pretty That's, cheap, man. I think it's like twelve yeah, kilos. It's all twelve like homemade. It's all kind of good stuff i guess yeah, it looks all right hey mate if things go the way everyone thinks they're gonna go which is not what the way not the way they're gonna go i'll be eating fucking dog food as well yeah yeah tucker tub deliveries will go through the roof just like, oh, everyone just bought new dogs i'll just chew a couple of claire's biscuits just to see if i like them but yeah i'll be all right with a bit of milo or something <laughs> high in fiber and something else yeah it's yeah. got amigas in them apparently I think the Tucker Tub's like twelve dollars for five kilos. So it's uh I, I have eyed yeah. it off before. Shout out to the Tucker Tub. Yeah. So don't order from them, you fuckers. <laughs> it's, food. It's, it's my supply. <laughs> so you know. Um oh well maybe we'll go into that because I have had a few clients and stuff ask like what to do when they 
can't get food. I think um, the best place to start is probably actually just going local rather than the supermarkets and stuff. If you have a butcher nearby or a fish joint or a chicken shop or whatever, um, utilize that fresh food markets as well. I know the ones that are near me are still like pumping. Um, yeah. They're not yeah. fresh food. Fine, it seems like I bought just some fruit and veggies just before. Yeah. After like, can sit on the shelf for as long as the expiry date says. Yeah, that's it. I found dairy to be pretty easy to get hold of as well. Um, although, I don't know, it's, it's probably bad for you or something, depending on who you talk to. <laughs> Isn't, uh, how, how ironic is it that there would have been so many fucking people that were like, oh, we need this. And, you know, it's like, I don't need any carbs and I don't need any gluten or anything. Yeah. And then now it's like fucking potential doomsday and then they're just like loading up on oats and yeah. bread and milk and shit yeah as always i was uh copying shade in the in the group chat this morning and that was yeah. calling me out for uh pasta and barbecue sauce i was like listen here you guys will have to radically change your diets me yeah. we over here with my pasta and barbecue sauce just as happy as i was just saying. yeah yeah i said to the the boys um i can just turn it on and i'll just eat Put raw pasta. I will yeah. eat. Uh, I give a fuck. I'll, I'll, <laughs> if I have to, I will. I'll Been just, there, I'll, I'll done it before. It'll be fine. So, I've been a broke bodybuilder for a very long time. Yeah, so, <laughs> so I'm all about it. <laughs> it's a will. There's a way. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So we wanted to kind of taper this episode more towards personal trainers, um, who have obviously been having lots of discussion with our guys. Uh, that are in the mentorship and in the academy and in the Just Get Good Facebook group as well. So there's obviously a little bit of fear and panic and stuff that's going on, particularly when they announced the 100 people indoor limit. Everyone kind of went, oh, fuck, that kind of probably means my gym. Yep. Thankfully, based on the regulations, I think, Jace, you posted the link um, with the explanation as to why yep. most of the big block club, big block box clubs are uh, kind of exempt from all of that something to do with ventilation and yeah oh, so stuff. it's the well if you, the one thing that you want to make sure you're doing is keeping up to date with what the actual policies are so they're on the uh department of health uh website from the australian government so my advice would be to go through that try and navigate your way through that to understand it not to uh follow whatever said tabloid newspaper yeah, so I shouldn't get my information from Instagram stories. Uh, yeah, probably not the best idea. And it's probably good to not just read the heading, but actually try and dissect the content of it as well. Mm. So I'm finding that obviously people are over-consuming so much information that they're not actually taking in key points of stuff. They're not probably even reading it because I can kind of tell. Yeah. Uh, so it's important that you guys get your information from the Department of Health and the Australian government and actually read the policies and stuff. So you understand that like where, where things are and what's involved in these regulations and all that. So yeah. essentially like the big box clubs have uh, multiple open spaces, which means that they can keep the safe social, social distancing. They also have uh, up to spec uh, ventilation systems, you know, extra cleaning, which is amazing because people are actually bringing towels and wiping shit down at our gym for the first yeah. time. Uh, so all of those things kind of, you know, allow the, the, the big box gyms at the moment to kind of fall outside that criteria of like a hundred people in a singular space that cannot meet that social distancing and stuff. So it's yeah important that you know, you guys know that rather than like, I got bombarded with messages yesterday about, Oh, is the gym open? Is the gym open? Is the gym open? And little, I put the link in and gave people a description and stuff. And I still got more messages after that. So yep. please make sure that you guys are reading and taking this information from the places that are, that it actually is, you know, coming from the leaders, the people that are making the action, like the, the authority figures and, and, and not from people and, and yep. all that, which is really hard to do. I get it. General public. Yeah. 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 So that's kind of where the, most of the big box gyms are at the moment. And there'll probably be some small spaces that could, alter their business model to make it work. Yeah. I know of a couple of clubs that have gone to like scheduling um, yeah. models where you kind of book in to be in the gym at a certain yeah, time. And that's a great idea as well. Yeah. So, so for my mind, they're really, um, there's not going to be many gyms that actually close down 
because um, the private gyms are going to want to stay open. So they're going to introduce those types of models. Yep. The bigger clubs, I talk, you're talking big, big um, economic uh, investment in keeping open. So yep. um, they're going to do everything they can to stay open as well. What seems to be um, the common trend is just kind of like the um, rec center type idea with swimming pools and all that type of stuff. Um, they seem to be the ones that are being closed by councils rather than anything else. So yeah, like if you, if you're in one of those, maybe be reaching out to those smaller clubs that have a smaller membership base that are maybe running a booking system and just like, Hey, can we come and run out of here for the time being until things come back to normal? Well, just so people understand, like exercise is still a really important thing to maintaining and optimizing health and supporting the immunity. So, and even if you look at, I think it was like the chief health officer, um, they actually are promoting physical activity and actually have said that the gym is a low risk environment to contracting this virus. So just so you guys understand and you don't get fearful of, you know, from, you know, your hairdresser or whoever's saying this stuff to breed this fear, like take it from the people that are like leading the line and making the big shots. Yeah. They're not going to say that things like that. If that's not the case, like they're closing places down, yeah. restricting people's ability to congregate. So, you know, again, please just make sure you're getting your advice from, from the right places and the right sources. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I actually heard something interesting today that like, if a place does, that's allowed to operate within the guidelines actually does have someone that contracts the virus. All they do is shut down for three days, clean the whole place, like top to bottom. Yep. And they're allowed to reopen again. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, it's a good, just to give people an, yeah. an idea of like what could potentially happen. I got told that today, whether that's you know, sure or not. Yeah. But it kind of sounds like it was coming from a pretty good source. So, yeah. yeah yeah that's kind of where, where we are at the moment just with the gym and stuff i think as a personal trainer you or coach you kind of take on this leadership role of the group that you influence as well 100%. um whether you've got 10 clients or there's 500 i think in our our group like you are seen as a authoritative type figure within that group so it's really important that you kind of take away the opinions the um, wishy-washy stuff and really just go with, like Jay said, those reliable resources, um, providing those links, providing external um, resources for people to go and read and understand what's actually going on, making sure that they understand, okay, this is these are the benefits of exercise and all that type of stuff and don't just... Everything that kind of Jace just said, you want to be making sure that that's being communicated really well to your clients um and you're presenting it confidently um because the second that you're out there talking fear and all of that type of stuff your clients are going to kind of feed off that as well yeah um and you're going to have a real small business real quick in the current climate so um, yeah i think like in this in this like moment of like we'll call it hysteria yeah they calls for someone to just help steer the ship narrow the lens and I know that like the last say five days, I've really had to do that for a lot of people is just like get them to have a think about what they're saying and get yeah. them to have a think about what they're doing. Yeah. And it's like, and I'm not, I'm not ordering anyone to do anything. I'm just saying, have a think about what that means and what, what you're saying. Yeah. And, and also then it's like guiding them to say, well, why don't you go have a look at this? Why yeah. don't you go and have a look at that? And, I, th- I really would recommend that anybody in the like small business or you know, the fitness space or whatever to actually go and keep yourself up to date with what's going on mm. and yeah. make sure and that, that you know what's where to find these things and yeah. where to send people as well. Yeah. And, and up to date doesn't mean Facebook doesn't no. mean external articles no. and stuff it's, that are written. It's, it's health.gov.au. Yeah. Slash follow the prompts. Yeah. 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 I think that's super important. Um, yeah. So yeah, realistically, I think most people should be all systems go right now. 
um, yep. in terms of personal training, unless you have someone that's traveled, that's needs to go into isolation or whatever. Um, I've got some international clients that are on lockdown. So um, we kind of obviously already prepared for that. So it's not, it hasn't killed us in that situation. So what we do need to consider. Um, so we've just got like titles here that we, we want to talk about. So I think we've covered the current situation with stands at the moment, which is basically gyms are open. If you're a PT, you should be fine to continue to run your business. If you're a client, then there should be no issues really going to the gym um, unless you're in a high risk kind of zone um, and just being intelligent about it, following the social distancing rules and cleaning everything while you're in the gym and just like following the guidelines that no doubt your gym are providing for you anyway because everyone's kind of spreading the same message. Wash your hands, bring your towel, wipe equipment down, um, stay hydrated, sleep well, eat well, still exercise, all of those fundamentals that are going to keep you healthy anyway. Supporting, yeah, that's it. Supporting your immunity. Yeah. So um, we're not going to sugarcoat everything. And I think it's important we do have a look into the potential outcomes, I guess, of, of where we stand right now. Like I, I don't think it's worthwhile discussing the potential for further restrictions or anything like that. I don't think it does anyone any favors um, right now. Great. So the situation that presents us at the moment, continue to run your business, educate your clients, be a leader within that community, spread positivity, spread solutions. And that's something that we're really driving really big with as well. Um, we, we've had situations where it's like, Hey, just, pull back on the political stuff. We don't, we're not here for opinions and stuff like that. What we're here to talk about is solutions and positivity, um, help everyone out as a community because people really need that right now more than ever is a community of like-minded people that are going to help them move forwards as much from a mental health standpoint as physical health and all of that uh, economic health and all that type of stuff. All of that kind of winds itself together. So, make sure you're a positive part of that within your own little community. Yeah. Attitudes, everything. Yeah. So things that uh, could be going on right now is that I haven't seen it too much. Um, the health club that I, I train out of and the powerlifting club that I train myself out of, I haven't noticed a difference in terms of attendance. Um, whether you have or not out yeah. there, Jace, I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like, yeah, it's literally, I mean, at certain times of the day, it's not like Tuesday night. I was like, you wouldn't even know yeah. that this is kind of happening, but pretty much during the day, early AM and stuff, like it's pretty quiet. Yeah. It's not bad if you're a seasoned gym goer and you are mitigating the risk by following the procedures by the government and said, gym. yeah. Yeah. Cause you can just, we can, we don't have to wait for anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bring your towel, yeah, wipe everything down. And yeah, like you don't actually like workouts have been almost finishing on time because yeah. literally don't have to wait or share or yeah. Whatever working with people. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not good, but you know what I mean? Put out, put in a little bit of effort to uh, cleaning the equipment and still get out on time. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, uh, so yeah, we kind of can see, and you know, at the moment there's probably, only seen it probably about four four of us trainers like in regularly, which is quite yeah you know, upsetting to see. But yeah, who knows? Maybe they're in at the times that I'm not there as well. So yeah, so I think that. it's important to discuss that and say, okay, so the gyms do definitely have a potential to be quiet. Um, again, that's going to come back to your leadership and how you're communicating with your group. Um, yeah. You're going to be the authority in that situation. So referring that information out to um, those resources that we've already mentioned, leading that and making sure that everyone's coming in. Yep. You're going to probably have some people at some point in time who are going to need to go into self-isolation for personal reasons or enforced reasons. So be prepared for that as well. Um, Jason and I have spent the last couple of days putting together the, honestly, the most advanced at-home program I've ever written. Um, I don't know about yours, Jace, but... I'm pretty happy with it given that it's got no equipment needed. Yeah. Like I've yeah. got the ability to now just scale it up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I kind of looked at it and was like, 
Fucking not bad, mate. Yeah, I'm actually pretty <laughs> confident with a few of my my um, lifters and stuff. It's like this would actually not be a bad thing for you for a couple of weeks, <laughs> um, just to kind of put you through these movements and take the barbell yeah. off you for a little bit. But 100% thought the same thing myself. It's like, yeah, um, nice to be nice on the body. Yeah, so just be prepared and be the trainer. Like we've had a few discussions. There are obviously some free at-home workout programs getting thrown around that are typically just kind of kind of be put together, slapped together programs that are nice and easy, like do a circuit and that type of stuff. There is still potential to, particularly if you train um, lesser trained individuals, so say anyone outside of the athletic population space, um, to actually make some pretty solid progress, even if they're at home for two or four weeks. Um, particularly body composition wise, you're still managing the diet, you're still managing output, you're still doing all those things, managing uh, good movement patterns, muscle mass retention, making the appropriate dietary changes, maybe increasing protein, managing calories, those types of things to be able to still progress inside those, those windows of operation. So Something else that I've seen, um, so sorry, to, to cover that off, definitely make sure you have an at-home service ready to go um, that yeah. you can communicate online yeah. only and you don't I have think, to be face-to-face. I think it's important that people, uh, like trainers and business owners, like go with kind of with the wave of the industry. And I know there's going to be a lot of people out there that are like, oh, you know, everybody else is doing it and, and all that. But, Remember that your clients have hired you for the job and they want to continue to work with you. It's more a situation where this there's been external influences that are maybe kind of separating the ability for you two to kind of work together face to face. But that doesn't mean that, you know, because everybody else is doing it and that this situation has eventually uh, has presented itself that you shouldn't go with that as well because those clients are your clients. So you need to make sure that you've got the same provisions or similar because, you know, everyone's going to be, it's going to be like, you know, slight, slight differences in what's, what they do and how they do it and stuff. But you need to not think about like, well, I don't want to go with like the masses and X, Y, and Z. It's like put a service together and a product and continue to reinforce the relationship that you have with your guys so that if and when this short, like this, this uh, situation uh, finishes week it's business as usual you've kept yeah. that line of contact you've kept that person you know moving working towards their outcomes yeah you just keep going yeah i think definitely the and we refer to it a bit on the podcast now it's like the whiteboard trainer the trainer with the workouts written on the whiteboard that just kind of spectates their sessions they're obviously the ones that are probably in the most hot water at the moment in terms of like trying to retain their business so if you're running a service overall and you are looking at like actually coaching and nutrition and all of these other aspects, there's definitely room for coaching calls. There's room for, um, I've seen some like live Skype sessions where people are training and the personal trainers observing the session and giving feedback live, um, which isn't a terrible idea as well. Lots of PTs have jumped on the road and are heading to people's homes to do sessions in their homes as well. Um, so you can definitely manage it that way for those that uh, are able to, I guess, have you there um, or it's, it's workable into your schedule, et cetera, as well. Um, but what I would be most clear with is like Jace just said, when we get hired as personal trainers, we get hired for an outcome. They don't hire us because of the program or the social media or whatever. They hire us because they believe that we are able to provide them an outcome that they want. So if we are to take, zoom the lens out a little bit and go, okay, so what is the best outcome for the individual over a six month period whereby two weeks or four weeks of those are spent in isolation in their house? If you're able to provide a high valued service, maybe you can lean into the education side of things a little bit more. Maybe you can provide some extra resources that are actually going to benefit the client and your business at the same time. And you can kind of really work this well that you're still producing an outcome for the client during those say two to four weeks, et cetera. That's your job. They wanted to get an outcome over six months and you've made sure that you've done everything you can inside that window 
to make sure that that outcome is possible for them. So I, th I think um, the, other, the other thing is going to be personal trainers that are still in a build-up phase. Whether you've been around for a while or you're brand new and you've just kind of lucked out with timing. Yep. Um, look, I, I'm not going to sit on this podcast and bullshit you and be like, oh, it's easy. Just keep making phone calls. Like, yeah. it, It's not going to be easy, but you can win in this environment. Yeah, and if you um, if you endure, you'll come out the other side, and you'll you'll fucking dominate. Dominate, yeah, yeah. yeah if you can win in this current climate, you can probably win in any climate. Yeah. Um, so I think it's really important to keep that perspective, and I think personal trainers lack that perspective in general. Like we always see, like, oh, it's so hard to get business right now around Christmas time or school holidays or whatever, like no one's answering the phones, everyone's away, whatever. We see that a lot. Um, and that's like, that's turned up to eight right now. Yeah. Um, it, it is going to happen, but there's two solutions. It's like give up and go nowhere. And probably I know most gyms are going to have a three month exit clause. There's a fuckload of money to pay rent for if you're um, not there making any money or win and find a way to survive. So what we've kind of got our guys doing um, just for those that, that may want the inside of that is making phone calls as normal to the, the non-attender list should be through the roof. If your gym's quiet, that means there's more numbers to call. So that's actually a positive for you guys. Um, but making sure that you're flexible in the way that you're delivering that. So if you're usually getting people in for a consultation, offer them to do one online, um, offer it to do it over zoom or, like Facebook messenger or whatever it is you need to do to make that happen. Um, put that together with them over the phone. Some people are still coming in. I've had new clients come on in the last couple of weeks, uh, last week, um, yesterday to be exact. Uh, we've had quite a few of those online consultations. We've actually had people say to us on the phone straight away, like, fuck yeah, I don't have no idea what to do at home. I'd love some help with that. Um, so how many personal trainers are actually out there doing that and how many personal trainers are just sitting at home in their bubble going, Oh fuck, Oh fuck. And not actually doing anything about it. Yeah. At all times, like no matter what your business landscape looks like, you need to be just taking opportunities like where that, where you, you need to potentially see opportunities and you need to try and take some mm -hmm. like you, you can't, sit here and expect things to get better if you're not going to actively or proactively you know start to put things in place to to make it work like yep. if you sit back and just go all right i'm just gonna let this burn then the whole thing's gonna be incinerated in a matter of weeks and so is your business and then you're yep. back you, you, you're you're at square one well, so worse than square one to be honest so you've, well, got a, you've got a rent commitment yeah that's right so it's thinking about how to take advantage of this situation it, it starts from understanding what the situation is and what's involved and then it's like okay well let's start to brainstorm how i can keep people active and provide them a service that they want because a lot of people still want to work out a lot of people still want to keep healthy a lot of people you know may have like these you know serious competitive goals and you know maybe right now your goal for them is maintenance yeah because i'm telling you right now maintenance is is unbelievable progress in this yeah. situation especially if your place you of training yeah is closed so you got to start to think of opportunities like can you can you work out with people at your house like would they come to your place of residence and you've got enough stuff to do that there are you yeah. able to congregate a small group of people that fits the guidelines in an area that fits the guidelines as well and work out people together yeah. can you provide an online product for your clients can you provide a service for them? Can you do all of them? Mm. Because that's what I would be trying to do. Yeah. Is if you've got three pies to eat from, try and eat from them all. Yeah. You know? then you yeah. You want to be, you want to have a solution ready for when that person says whatever they say on the phone. Yeah, like exactly. There's it, a rebuttal to, oh, I'm not confident coming into the gym. It's like, okay, cool. Do you want to have a chat online? Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. We have the chat online cool. Where are you local? Obviously you come to my gym. You're pretty local. Do you want to catch up for the park and do sessions? 
or would you rather train in the safety in like your own home? Like how, how would you, what would be the best situation for you with your training right now? And yeah. it's like, bam, here's the solution. Bam, done. Like well, normal, normal business. You always have something for that person to walk away with. Yeah. So the, the concept still is still the same. You just actually have to think mm. about what you can provide for that person. And it's going to take a little bit of time to put it together. Like we've been literally like just, back end after hours, whatever, just putting things together, yeah. you know, trying to get ahead of this thing so that if, and when it happens, we're prepared. Yeah. So you guys are going to have to do that as well. Yeah. And that's it. So the, to give you guys an example, and I know a lot of our clients listen, like if we do end up in that situation, we basically have an education program ready to go to explain how to maximize training at home and why our programs are evidence-based, not just random shit on a page. Those programs can be done with zero weights. Like Jay said, we can upscale them. If you do have home equipment, if yeah. you uh, want to see a PT in a park, we can do that too. It's the same program. You just have more flexibility probably in shit that you can hang off. <laughs> yeah. um, so like it, it, it's that solution is ready made. Um, we're going to replace it, be replacing face-to-face -face sessions with video calls. So we're doing our check-ins and all those conversations that we would normally have on a weekly basis with our clients. We're going to do that still in the regular time slots, yeah. giving credit for personal, for PT sessions that people may not be able to attend. Um, so then when we come back, we can kind of really get cracking and have extra sessions in the bank to push hard and catch up if we did regress for whatever reason or, to, to capitalize on that little break. Like we were just saying with athletes, like a little bit of time off the bar is not always a bad thing. Yeah. Um, and it gives you an opportunity where you're well rested as you come back fresh and really push things a little bit more in the gym. So yeah, I think personally, I believe we're in a really good position to service our clients needs, which is the yeah. biggest thing for us. Like you've heard us talk about before hashtag like 1 million outcomes by 2030. That's what we want. And yep. those outcomes don't stop just because if and when that gym closes or someone's in isolation. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I guess like the other potential opportunity right now is um, thinking about the stuff that you would like to get done that just you don't have the bandwidth to get done during the week for whatever reason. Yeah. So there's a, we have an endless list of shit <laughs> that we would love to do and we just cannot get around to it for whatever reason. And there's other things that are way more important and they yeah. just gets pushed to the back of the pile. So there may be a list of those things for you guys and you may have the time to invest in getting those things either, you know, going or completed or any, you know, something like that so that, when we go back to some form of normal operations, you are now have a better service, a better product, a better everything. And you can capitalize on that upswing, you know, that's going to happen at some point when every confidence comes back, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So yeah, where I wanted to go next, I think, it doesn't really fit in the good or the bad. It sits in, it is what it is yeah. because there are ways to look at it in each direction that would be good in each direction that would be bad along the way of a lot of health and fitness professionals in particular, the industry yourself all want this idea of a more regulated industry a industry where personal trainers are held more accountable for their actions. They are expected. There's more expected of them. Courses are harder to complete. Um, they've already been made more expensive, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. What we're about to see, I, I believe is all the personal trainers that aren't willing to do everything we just discussed. They're going to struggle a little bit and the likelihood that we're going to lose a percentage of personal trainers across the industry, across gyms um, is quite high. And the barrier of entry has been lifted over the last few years. So when we talk about a refresh of the standard of PT, I think it's about to happen. Whether it's going to be to the standard we all want it to be, probably not. 
Like we're not going to all of a sudden have every personal trainer has an exercise science qualification, but a lot of those trainers that are undercutting people in the gym that are just writing workouts on whiteboards that are there for themselves, not their clients. All of those types of people are probably going to be found out in the next three to six months with the hangover that we'll experience economically with what's going on right now. Um, a lot of people are already panicking. I'm hearing about people putting in notice and stuff already. So if you're a, um, and I, I expect if you listen to our podcast, you would, I would have already offended you and you would have stopped listening, listening if you weren't yes. a higher end personal trainer that's dedicated to their clientele and what they do. The likelihood that you'll survive is pretty high. If you follow um, everything that we've kind of talked about, and I don't mean specifically doing what we do, but just the attitude just like I'm a fucking get through it anyway. Um, so if you're that person, all of a sudden there's maybe one, maybe four, maybe eight PTs that all of a sudden aren't in your gym anymore. So are you ready? Have you prepared the systems in your business, the terms and terms and conditions in your business, the programming modules, the check-in systems, the consult systems, all of those efficient processes that maybe you just kind of put on the back burner are you ready to take all of these new clients on? Cause the upswing's going to happen. Like if you look historically, every time there's an economic downturn, there's an economic upswing as well. Can we sit here and say how long that's going to be? No, I'm a cert four personal trainer, not a fucking economist. Um, yep. But we can learn a lot from history as to the way that this is all going to play out over, be it three months, be it three years, no one can really say that right now. Um, but you can put yourself in the best position for when it does come. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So I think it also, I guess, teaches you great habits if you are able to survive in this current climate as well. Like Jace, we've seen enough over time now of people that, the ones that are willing to make the calls, even when people aren't answering the ones that are willing to just rebook someone if someone reschedules yep. to all the, no one's answering the, answering the phone, but there are people out on the gym floor. I'll go and talk to them. The ones that have been willing to do that are always the ones that have come out on top. Yeah. Like, absolute. No question about it. Um, so teaching, learning forced learning those concepts right now, um, I think is actually really valuable to your long-term success as a PT. So Jason, and I have been through enough, I think at this point in our career to go, yep, this kind of sucks and this could be a little bit rough for a little bit, but we'll be sweet. Yeah. Um, I know I haven't considered a career change yet. <laughs> I'm sure you haven't either. Nah, geez, I wouldn't even know what I'd do. Yeah. <laughs> That's not even a question. Yeah. So, um, it, there's maybe things that we've gone, well, well, we might need to do this to be able to survive um, for a period yeah. of time, but there's definitely like no, five. there's no chance that like, we're not going to be here in however, however long. Um, yeah. There's a tremendous amount of, uh, of lessons that can be learned, especially for, I guess like a generation that for not, no one's fault, like hasn't really had to, kind of go without and you know kind of has different views on like how life in the world should be yeah I'm not taking shots at anybody but i'm just saying that people that grew up in a certain era now have you know views of like how life should be and they're going to get challenged now yeah like yeah definitely. like if you look at i listened to a lady on the radio she's like 84 yeah and she was just like oh well you know this was like the great depression of this time and yeah. we had to line up for food and Oh, when this happened and you know, like my grandparents lived underground for most of their childhood because there was a war going on yeah, um, and shit like that. And so I'm like, yeah. fuck, like, okay, I still have groceries um, and we still have everything here. It's just, yeah, you know, because it changes our day to day life, which is really fucking good. Yeah. Um, that it's the end of the world and, and it's not. So I think, uh, uh, developing the ability to adapt, developing the ability to have a look at your current situation and be able to refine it maybe. Um, and actually even trying to take opportunity right now to 
um, is a really good thing to, to develop if yeah. you are sitting there going, fuck, the world is ending. Yeah, um, I think if you're, if you're bored right now, um, maybe instead of just like all 11 seasons of Big Bang Theory, um, just maybe look into some history stuff. I know this is like way out of our scope, but something that I've kind of been doing a little bit over the last six to 12 months is um, learning a little bit more about the history of the world. Um, So things like the wars, things like depressions, things like that, just to kind of remind, for me, it was to remind myself of like how good we fucking have it in 2020 um like and i'm not taking away obviously people have lost people and stuff in the current situation but like comparatively to like concentration camps like it's and it's not to demean the situation that's going on right now it's just to provide perspective it's like my 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 dad grew up with a family of 10 in a three-bedroom house through the depression of the 70s it's like he's got recipes of shit that you and I would just go, what the fuck is that? And I'm that means a lot when it comes from me. <laughs> it's just like egg stirred through potato, put in a pan, that's lunch and dinner and you don't get breakfast. Like that that has happened before and those people are still around. Um, yeah, your potato is heat. Yeah. <laughs> even, I, even I eat egg and potato. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think just kind of being aware of of that before it was was funny maybe a month ago i was having a conversation with another pt he kind of um packed up and left his country and moved to australia um to become a pt we were kind of talking about it i was like yeah when i moved to melbourne i think i had 500 dollars in my bank account a laptop and a bed um at night time you could the crack in my bedroom wall was so big that you could see the stars um lived where in situations where like we've had to have food stamps and we've we've lived in concrete boxes with one window where oh let's use the spray bottle into a fan to cool ourselves down while it's 45 degrees outside like so i think i'm quite blessed to have had a last life that's crossed both kind of things like middle class and the lower class side of things as well so it's like we we were still pretty happy when we were lower class as well yeah, um, yeah. we definitely didn't want to be lower class, but we also had a lot of good memories and good times in those, those situations as well and learn a lot of lessons out of it. So yeah. I think the message I'm trying to get across with all that stuff is more just along the lines of like struggling for a little bit, isn't the end of the world. And historically speaking, living has been a struggle more than it's not been. Um, so if we have to endure three to six to 12 months, three years, even like it's not the, the world doesn't stop spinning, um, based on those kind of scenarios. So yeah, just keep that in mind. I think, yeah, it's a, it's a probably a, uh, a good thing to be trying to learn right now, especially if just thinking about like what's happened in the past and maybe how people have kind of gotten themselves out of it or you know, just understanding that this situation is definitely serious and definitely uh, not great. But there's been times before this where it's happened or a lot worse and we've come out on top mm. and we're still here. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, they talk about, uh, and we kind of referenced this the other day for ourselves as well as like the people that win in a downturning market are the ones that dominate in an upswing market so what you do right now to whether it be trial and error or um hopefully you have a good community good people around you you're in the just get good facebook group whatever it is that allows you to um, lean on others to grow and be successful during this time will mean that you're in the best position when things do come good Awesome. That felt short for us. Yeah, well, I think short, sharp, and like kind of sweet Accurate. is what we need to be. Yeah. The people that are going to take a lot out of this is like 
is the situation, keep yourselves up to date, yeah. communicate it to your clients, maintain contact with the client the whole time, regardless, mm. increase your scope of service to online at home. Um, if your gym's starting to think about closing, keep your clients confident, understand the importance of supporting immunity through exercise and healthy diet. Yeah. Follow the hygiene rules for the gym and the social distancing and all that stuff that's outlined by the, the government on the health.gov.au website. Yeah. And support local business. Yeah. If you're a PT and you're um, upset about the current state of affairs and you're not contributing to your other local businesses. Um, yeah. Just have a little bit of a reflect on, on yeah, that. That's, that's a, that's a really important thing. It's like, if you're trying to ensure that your business is looked after from other people, please make sure that you're paying it forward as well. Like I bought two bags of coffee beans from a local you know, company of making sure that my coach is still getting serviced or he's servicing me, but I'm still trying to keep him on board as well. And you know, buying from butchers and stuff. So just make sure that where you can, like, don't get me wrong, like where you can, yeah. um, that we're still kind of supporting these people that are going to get affected the most. Yeah. hundred percent. Sweet. I think that's right. a, a pretty good place to leave it. Yeah. Um, we are, well, we may as well, while we're here, we are just in discussions at the moment about traveling around a little bit and going a little bit deeper to our sales strategies, business strategies, um, retention strategies and business systems. Um, they're the four topics that we're going to cover in a little whip around of presentations in gyms. So if you think you're a PT and you think that you could value from that and maybe you could get a group of people together, hit us up on the at STC fit underscore learning Instagram page and we will get into contact with you. Um, we're pretty keen to get these underway in the next couple of weeks, yeah. um, potentially next week. So getting quick, obviously there'll be only a certain amount of places we can be at once. Um, but we yeah, want to make sure that we're putting our time where our mouth is, I guess, like we've just said, and supporting other personal trainers, um, a rising tide raises all ships and all that. If we can build confidence and, um, yeah, mainly build confidence within our industry, be it with personal trainers and clientele. Everyone's a lot better off. Yeah. Um, and I think that spreads across all industries, to be honest. So yeah, hit us up if you would see value in learning those things from us and the systems that we use. Yeah, that's it. Get on board, guys. Let's do this. So at Ben Scott SC, if you want to follow myself at Jason Gillia underscore PC, um, obviously at STC fit for all online or face-to-face coaching at STC fit underscore learning for nerdy shit, PTs, business, etc. cetera. Um, we're really trying to pump a lot of content through the just get good Facebook group right now. We've got some good discussions on what people are doing right now to uh, facilitate their business. We're pumping updates through there as soon as we get them in terms of, if there's any changes, obviously very active yesterday with the um, updates on the gyms, et cetera. So make sure you're in there. Just search, just get good. Um, personal trainers that last will come up on Facebook and we'll see you in there as well. Yep. All right. Thanks, thanks guys. guys. We'll see you next Thank week. You soon.